I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So um, I found a new love. You shouldn't start. You should know that from all those years filming Made in Chelsea. You shouldn't start by saying so. What do I need to start saying then? You don't need to say so. You can say I've started uh, writing my what? What? Is that what you were going to say? <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say, I've fallen in love with some some food that I've always heard about and seen, but never eaten, but now I've eaten, and it's delicious. What, what is that? Try and guess what it is, if you had to um, guess. I would say bone broth. <laughs> no, not bone broth. But by the way, bone broth is delicious. Bone broth's great. But no. Uh, wait, wait, so give me a hint. It's very meaty. It's even got meat in the title. Meat feast. What is meat feast? Meatloaf. That's just a feast. Meatloaf. meatloaf. Yeah, meatloaf. Yeah, meatloaf. Yeah, yeah. Oh, have you have you actually ever had a meatloaf? Oh yeah, I've had a meatloaf. Yeah, I love meatloaf. Oh, I love, I, I especially nice, nice, nice onions and garlic and. Mm. Yeah, oh, I'm hungry now. And it's got flour in it. I had gluten-free flour with it because obviously I don't eat gluten. Yeah, me either. Actually, anymore. You just copy me. Do you know what, listeners? Hello. No, but I, but I had a pizza. That's got gluten in it. On the weekend. Well, no, because it was um, uh, sourdough. That's got gluten in it. Does it? Yes. Apparently. Yes, it does. Sourdough bread. What are you talking about? What do you think? Must be why I felt so, um, you know, bloated. Yeah, you have to, if you you don't want gluten, you have to eat something like gluten. It has to be gluten-free bread. Yeah, but I mean, who wants to eat that? You're gluten-free. That's what you're saying. You don't eat gluten. You have to eat gluten-free stuff. Yeah, well, anyway, so, you, so you've been eating meatloaf and it's kind of like bread for you. Oh my God, I've been eating meatloaf. It's much healthier than bread, meatloaf. It's, it's, it's nothing to do with bread. It's, 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 got, it's nothing to do with bread. It's, it's, it's a bit bread substitute. <laughs> it's not. That would be like bread sauce, if anything. It's not, or, or, no, no, bread, bread, meatloaf is a bread substitute. <laughs> it's not. What are you talking about? Who has ever said that meatloaf is a substitute for bread? Well, I mean, it's it's like a loaf of bread, but made of meat. <laughs> no, it's, that's like saying a sausages. Sausages, then. There you go. Sausages also. Sausages, sausages kind of like a bread roll, but made of meat. To all you lovely listeners who don't know what meatloaf is, meatloaf is a delicious... Who who, who doesn't know what meatloaf Loads is? Loads of people. It's, it's, I feel like it's a very Americanized I food. think everyone has heard of meatloaf the singer. Not everyone. Not everyone's heard of Meatloaf yeah. the singer. Everyone's heard of him, and, and I bet everyone has thought, hmm, there's a singer called Meatloaf, and then they've looked up Meatloaf and then found the Wikipedia page for Meatloaf. I, I guarantee you not everyone has heard of Meatloaf. Guarantee you. We, we know that you like Meatloaf, but who's been making the Meatloaf? So Sophie, my girlfriend, has been making Meatloaf, and it's just simply divine. Honestly, she... she, she what kind of stuff does she put in it? puts in gluten-free flour... She puts in eggs, she puts in onions, she puts in garlic, she puts in all these different things. So, Oh, you know what I was eating last night? What? It was nice truffle goat's cheese. Truffle is overrated as well. Goats, truffle goat's brie, truffle goat's brie with gar- like roasted garlic on, on like crackers. 
Oh, God, so good. We might have some <laughs> do, in a minute. Do you know what happened to Truffle me? Truffle is not overrated. Truffles are delicious. Truffle's definitely overrated. Truffle, truffle is overrated. It, well, you know, I guess you probably don't have any taste buds. <laughs> Why? Why don't I have any taste buds? From your COVID. <laughs> what? Come from COVID. From COVID. <laughs> can I tell you, I do have taste buds. Uh, can I tell you what also happened yesterday? So the sun is out in London at the moment. It's shining. Everyone's happy. It's very exciting. It's a heat wave. It's a heat wave. I think only for- But are you allowed out of the house then? Yeah, we're allowed out of the house. So it's a heat wave. Yeah. And I, I was walking. It was quite shocking, actually. I was walking. There are loads and loads of people in the park. So many people uh, in, in Hyde Park, which I was walking through. And uh, in Hyde Park has sort of gates. If you've never seen Hyde Park, lovely listeners, basically Hyde Park has gates running all the way around the outside of it, and it's huge. Anyway, I was walking down, and I walked out one of the exits of the gates, and I walked out of the exit, and I turned right, and as I was walking down, I looked to my right, and there was this this person. I mean, I don't know how, she must have been in her 30s. She was <laughs> squatting over, taking a shit and we both locked eyes with, with the, we locked eyes with each other and she just shook her head at me I was like what is going wait wait she just was shitting in the in public yeah for what reason I don't know I think obviously what well, is it because there was no to- no public toilet well it obviously wasn't nearby and she obviously was desperate and she thought she found a hiding spot and no she didn't because I was walking right past we locked eyes and instead of bailing or squatting or jumping around or falling over or just doing anything tired she just looked at me and just shook her head she just shook her head do you know, at me. wait was that do you, do you know I was in I was in Austin on the weekend yeah uh, yeah and uh, and I I went down to uh, in the middle of the night. Went out of the hotel. Went to go to Seven Eleven. Yeah. Uh, and um, sounds like I'm and, sounds like saying on a movie. Did you go and get a slush puppy? What do they have? You know, one of those. No, because my I, ha- I had uh, inj- injured my neck. Sure. Uh, in, at the jujitsu tournament, and so I went to go get some painkillers. Ah, uh, you like you you're and, you're addicted to those things, aren't you? Though, so you need them. I don't. I actually rarely take them, but I just didn't have anything uh, with me then, and I kind of like was really in pain, so it was really bothering me. So I walked out, walked downstairs, out of the hotel, walked down down the road to 7-Eleven, and then walked into the 7-Eleven. It was, you know, like in the middle of the night, so it was sure. kind of like, because uh, um, 7-Eleven is 24 hours. Uh-huh. Right? It's open 24 like hours. Like their story so far. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, seven days a week, 11 days a month. And Sorry, wait, hang on. Seven, seven days a week, 11 days a month, what? 11 months a year, sorry. Okay. okay. Where's the 12th month? I don't know. I, I think they, they take a month off. <laughs> no, they don't. But. Francis, <laughs> 7-Eleven. They don't take a month off. That's what they call it. Yeah, we're open seven days a week, 11 months a year. Just one month we take I don't it know, off. I don't know specifically why they're called 7-Eleven. But, so I walked, walk in, you know, there's a few people in there. Uh, there's there's a quite a big homeless community in Austin. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, a place with good weather, you know, attract a lot of homeless people, sure. I think. Sure, I get that. Uh, and... Um, and one one of the things which I was amazed by is all these homeless people walking on, around the street with knives, like big kni- like knives, like big, like uh, what? like little cutlasses and stuff. What? They're not pirates. What are you do- cutlass? What are you talking about? Yes, they had cutlasses, like sort of like, strapped onto their belt. 
Um, wait, wait, hang on a second. So you come down to the 7-Eleven, you're looking around, there's a lot of homeless people there, and they've all got cutlasses attached to their belt. They've all got, they're all carrying knives, anyway. Okay. And, um, you worried at this point? No, no, I'm not worried. Because you're thinking you can fuck them up with your jiu-jitsu. That's what you're thinking, if they can. Well, you know, I'm not, I, I, I don't think, I didn't, exp- they weren't, they, none of them were, like, being, uh, you know, aggressive or unpredictable. Sure. So, anyway, but I walk in, walking around the, the uh, 7-Eleven, um, you know, and it's all fine. And then, um, and then I come back, I walk through, and then I, and then I walk down, and some girl goes, oh, no, he stepped in it. And I looked down, and someone had shat on the floor in the middle of the 7-Eleven, and I had stepped in this human poo. <laughs> he said, he said, oh no, he stepped in it. The girl who I think actually did it personally. She was like this young girl. She had, she had, uh, what's it called? It, it, she looked like Antifa. She had a, uh, like blue hair and she had like all co- ACAB on her fingers. So I wonder if it's like an Antifa thing, like going in. She said like to you, oh no, sticking he it stepped. to the man of the the Seven Eleven. Oh, uh, oh no, Corinne. he stepped in it. <laughs> yeah, and then I and then I was trying to buy my thing, but then the guy, the poor guy at Seven Eleven, had to like clean it up. Oh my! So he was cleaning up all this all this thing. Oh my god! Uh, and then I was just like so furious because it's like I couldn't see who had done it. <laughs> Who's done this? Someone own up now. Who's done this? <laughs> yeah, I, I I mean I was just so furious and it stunk so much. Like you know like how you can tell a dog poo. This was a human poo, and it stunk the whole of the Seven Eleven up. I was almost, I was so annoyed because I didn't want to like stay, but I just, my neck was in such pain. I had to get this. You had to get it. I had to power on through. But then the problem was that I only had one, I'd only brought one pair of shoes with me to, to, uh, to, to Austin, to, of course. Why would you take to, two? Uh, to, to Austin. So, so I had to like leave them. I, I like was like wiping it all over the, the floor outside the, the hotel. And then. I um, basically I had to leave my shoes. Out. <laughs> I had to use my shoes. Le- sorry, leave my shoes outside the door uh, of the hotel, just so that obviously cause I didn't want to track them into the hotel. And I just put them on the next day, and and then went and got some new shoes. Oh my god, it's just genius. Ah, oh, God. Hello, lovely listeners. Welcome back to a lovely bonus episode of Private Parts. Uh, sorry, we were talking a lot about poop right now but hey listen uh, we got some there, there, there was there was some somewhere else i was leading with that there was there was a there was a reason why what was, was the reason why oh pooing outside yeah so yeah do you know this is such a, such a strange thing you know pooing outside has gone up people people pooing in public i was like fascinated by it because i've seen i saw it happen somewhere else in, in london before i left people and, are doing it i was like what People are doing it more. It's up 1,800% in <laughs> five years. Well, give me a reason why you think that is. I don't know. But I wonder if it's like a, I wonder if it's like some sort of weird sect. Let's try and find out. Um, hey, private parties. Um, welcome to our bonus episode. We got some really exciting news because we have been asking you to send in your uh, recommendations of different charities, communities that you think deserve the recognition to be shouted about, to be championed. Um, during this time that we've been having, because we want to give them, donate them some money. 
Um, and our funders got up quite a lot. Really excitingly, Francis, we have, I think, f- over £4,000 that we're going to be donating. This, really? Yeah, donating this month. And this is going to be an ongoing thing. But I think from our live show we did, from things like that. So we're going to be donating around £4,000, I think it is, to, um, to an amazing cause. Um, and we haven't chosen yet. Francis and I are going to choose it. But we had another recommendation recommendation in today. We're going to announce it next bonus episode, which is really exciting. And frankly, we're going to call the people and uh, get them on the phone, oh, yeah? which is amazing. Uh, but we had we're another... going to just bask in the glory of our <laughs> no, because it's good just, goodwill. It's a fun thing to do. But we got another. Uh, message in from Lydia Goldman who said hello I was just listening to your private parts podcast featuring Fern Cotton I loved it I also met Jamie once in Bristol nightclub when I was a fresher haha I heard it was a, like me- a PA you went to yeah. <laughs> as for a PA I heard a mention about a nominating a charity to help I would love to nominate skills for humanity and here's why I was recently evacuated from Yangon in Myanmar is that right Myanmar Myanmar don't worry I don't blame if you haven't heard of it back to my home in South East London a military coup is happening there right now, and it isn't publicised. Coup, coup, coup. isn't coup. have coup is happening right then. It isn't publicised much in the UK. I lived in the epicentre. I saw people shot in front of my eyes. I was working, trying to teach with the background noise of constant gunfire and tear gas. I volunteered for a charity while I was there, and they desperately need funds for protective gear. Um, we want to. They want to give them a shout out. I think what an amazing cause. Um, yeah and truly tragic and and she says thank you so much this is the fundraiser um and she's attached to that for us and that's just so cool so that's another charity but that is cool and thanks for that lydia because that's going to go keep, into a, keep them keep them coming yeah keep them coming if we get some more through we're going to be announcing it next week and also this is going to be ongoing every single month which is really really exciting um funky we also um got through another review um, we love to oh, read yes. our reviews. I think that a lot of people at the moment are going to be doing what I like to call spring cleaning. You know what I mean? You do some spring cleaning, the weather's good, all that kind of stuff. Oh, we, <clears throat> so, we did that. We did that yesterday. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. So I got a review. Uh, we got this sent through. Um, it's a funny review for a robotic vacuum who did not want to cooperate. <laughs> okay, so you ready for this? It's from Travis. It says, very disappointed. It's one star. And here we go. You ready for this? Yeah. It says, very disappointing. We named ours Bob. And let me tell you, he wasn't the hardworking man I was hoping for. Bob spent most of his employment driving from one side of the house to the other like a junkie looking for his next fix. (laughs) His actual cleaning was minimal at best, and he couldn't find his docking station to save his life. In the week I had Bob, he never finished a cleaning cycle. One day while at work, the app texted me to say Bob needed my assistance because he was stuck on a cliff. (laughs) Worried for Bob's safety, I came home to find him passed out in the middle of the dining room rug. The night the family said goodbye to Bob once and for all. Was this one of the Roomba things? Uh, yeah, it was one of the robot vacuums. It said she got a text saying Bob was stuck on a cliff and he was stuck on the rug. <laughs> Scared for Bob's safety. Oh, my God. Uh, guys, if you have any more reviews like that, please send them in. Uh, contact at privatepartspodcast.com or send it into our Instagram at private part, at privatepodcast.com. God, that was a good one. 
I really like that. That was good. Uh, also, was good. as always, Frankie, we want to have our listener of the week, and our listener of the week gets a private parks, private parks, private parts, limited private parks, private parks, limited edition mug. And our listener of the week this week goes to Nicola, who sent in this saying, "Hey, Jamie and Francis, this is Nicola from Cologne in Germany, and I'd like to tell you a little story that happened to me this morning. I had to go to hospital for an MRI today." The appointment for this was made over a week ago, and since then I have been panicking at the thought of having to go into a narrow tube. On the weekend, I remember your podcast episode with Jordan North and how he dealt with his fears during the I'm a Celebrity show by imagining himself to be elsewhere. I listened to the episode again, it's one of my favourites, and after I finished, thought to myself, I'll try that too. Then I was slowly pushed into the MRI tube this morning. In my mind, I tried to escape to that lonely beach in Brittany that I love so much. But instead of the beach and the waves, I had pictures of Jordan North in my head, who's throwing up in front of the camera. And instead of the sound of the sea, I had his voice in my ears screaming, happy place, happy place. I was about to burst out laughing, but that was no good idea. I was told to lie very still, not move during the procedure. So I had to pull myself together to not laugh out loud, all the images in my head. It wasn't that easy at all. But I was so busy controlling myself that I totally forgot about the tightness I was trapped in. So the happy place method worked out really well somehow. Thanks for the great podcast. Love your show. Love you guys. Sending lots of love. Nicola. Nicola, you, my lady, are our listener of the week and get our limited edition private parts mug. Thanks, Nicola. Thanks, Nicola. If you want to be our listener of the week uh, and be like Nicola and receive a private parts mug, all you've got to do is send us a message, a text, a not a text at all, but something funny, something humorous, a story at all. Contact at privatepartspodcast.com. It's very easy. It's contact at privatepartspodcast.com or slide into our DMs at private podcast. Oh, my God, I love those oh. reviews more than anything. God, they're yeah, just so good. good. Hey, listen, we have a really exciting episode out this Friday with two of the UK's biggest TikTokers. Go yes. to that. Huge TikTokers. It's a real genius episode. You're going to love it, so get ready for that. You excited for it, Frankie? Oh, I can't wait. can't wait to listen back. Listen back. I'm going to go and eat some meatloaf right now. I bet you are. <laughs> Alright you lovely listeners We're going to see you on Friday for another Wicked episode Until then, have a wonderful week Ta-ra Bye-bye.